Got some lights up there. Yo, on this other side. You, lights. I want to be seen. That's it. Now open it. Right here. That's it. Hi. Is there anybody out there? Right. You want to rock? Does anybody want to roll? Then live. Put your two lips together and welcome Kiss. That's right, Kiss Army. You won the best. You got the best. I'm Matt Porter, and you are live in the Kiss Room. We're broadcasting from Montgomery County Community College here in Bluebell, PA, and it's the month of May. We're back. We're going to start off our show with a birthday block for Mr. Eric Singer, celebrating a birthday on May 12th. So tune up your air guitar, pull out the air drums. You're ready to rock here in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio.
That's right, Kiss Room. We are live. It's quarter after three or whatever time it is in the part of the world where you are. And I uh, hope you're doing good. Chris, how are you? Woo! Good people! How you doing? How you doing, Matt? It's May. We're back. We're live. We got Dave Tack controlling things at the board. Um, obviously, we let off with some uh, Eric Singer era. We played a lot of different eras of Kiss there. And we would say that would be Eric Singer... On the drums! <laughs> See, I, I got to cue you for good things like that. The uh, So that's obviously the nice thing with that. We did cover all areas. We had something from the Unplugged. It has just about everybody in it. And then we got some newer stuff and, uh, you know, a little bit of Eric Singer. Now, the one thing I want to talk about right off the bat is, uh, Chris, you were featured on Kiss Online. Wow. Yeah. April 24th. Um, that was all because of the, uh, the Team Shane benefit that we played. Um, it was a, it was a wonderful success. We raised five thousand dollars for uh, Shane, who um, who was uh, recovering from asplastic anemia, and asplastic anemia, I should say. And um, we uh, we wound up on the front page of Kiss Online. We brought awareness to it. Um, people check it out. It went up on April twenty fourth. And um, there's a, Matt, you were saying there's a link. Well, you know, if you go to the, the blog page of thekissroom.com, which I try and keep updated pretty often, I made a blog with that in it. You'll see the video. Chris Ann Colvin, she shot the video. Chris That's did a great there. job. It's uh, you guys doing Detroit Rock City and Deuce. Right. And you can see that right on the blog. It's got the link to the video. It's also got a screen capture of when it was featured on... Uh, on Kiss Online, which we we're thrilled. Keith LaRue from Kiss Online, he's the one I sent him the link, and uh, he was nice enough to put it on there. Thank tons you, of Keith. people, yeah, tons of people all over the planet, obviously, were excited about that. Anytime that you can get on the front page like that, that's really a plus because then people really spread it around. They want to see it. They're going to go live, and uh, we're live on the air. So uh, we're talking about Kiss. So that was obviously very cool. So Chris Ann, that was good. Obviously, who are the other guys in the band? We had uh, Jay Kelly and Andy Watts from Clashing Plaid, and we had Scott Fredericks on the drums from uh, Kisteria and Crank fame. And I think he right now he plays in a band called Dino and the Missiles. So um, it was an all-star Kiss tribute. You don't need makeup to rock and roll sometimes, people. You understand? Woo! You know, it's funny because uh, we were talking about this early. Now, obviously, coming in around 3.30, we're going to talk to Richie Rano from Stars, And uh, we only have him for a limited time on the phone. But uh, but I know a lot of fans are going to say, well, that's you know, he's the guy that ran the Expos. And you're talking about some of these tribute bands and uh, how you were in a band and you did your makeup. Now, I remember 2008 Expo. That was Kisteria. a good year. Yeah, talk a little bit about that. Well, you know... When I was growing up, in the uh, especially like in the '90s, um, there was this wonderful time of the year. It was the New Jersey, New York Kiss Expo that would always happen up in North Jersey, uh, Paramus, and what was the other town? It was in Hackensack, and um, you know, every year I would love to go and I'd go and watch tribute bands. And here it turns out that you know Richie Rano was the guy behind it all. He was the one running these. Expos and every year I would go and I'd find some cool kiss stuff and I'd watch the tribute bands and this is before I even wanted to be in a band and I would go every year and like you know say wow I would love to be in a tribute band I would love to play this it would be my dream to play one of these expos well I'll tell you what dreams come true because I played three years in a row like we at Kisteria when we were doing Kisteria we played 06 07 and 08 and and 2008 was actually the last one 
that uh, Richie Reno did. It was the 20th anniversary, I think. 2008 was one of the best expos. And, and yeah. like I said, we only have them for a limited time on the phone, so we're not really going to talk about expos. We're going to talk about stars. If you're not familiar with stars, you're going to be after today. If, obviously, if you're a KISS fan, you're probably familiar with stars. The one, the one thing I do want to talk about, I don't think I ever told this story on any of the other, uh, any of the other, other podcasts. At that 2008 expo, if anybody was there, the New York, New Jersey expo, uh, if, if you remember C.C. Banana, if you remember C.C. Banana, he actually, A.J. or Tony or whatever you had called him, uh, he called me the night before. He says, are you coming to the expo? I said, of course, I'm coming up. He says, well, look, I need a favor from you. He wants to debut this character called Maul Stanley, and he's going to be dressed as a combination Darth Maul and Paul Stanley. And you, if you, uh, you know what? I'll have to find pictures. This is funny. You're making me think about it because the, uh, so he calls me, he says, Are you coming up? I said, yeah. And he says, well, I want to come out as Maul Stanley, but I want to be introduced by CC banana. Well, he was CC banana. How are you going to do that? And he says, would you wear the banana costume? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I guess. <laughs> so here's the funniest, here's the thing. You know, you think about being a celebrity or whatever, what that must be like or what that must smell like. Well, everybody knows CC Banana. And the funny thing, so I meet up with him. He's, he's in his gear. He's got the Maul Stanley outfit on and he got this big black plastic bag with the banana costume in. I remember this. So yeah. he says, well, you know, look, you got You can put this on. We're standing backstage and the little expo room is filled with people. They're waiting. They're going to do a Q&A with uh, Maul Stanley and Bruce Kulik. And here, so here I am in the back, standing there with him, wearing this huge banana costume, right? And now I'll, I'll, t- I'll have to find the picture of it. Let me just tell you the funny thing. It smelled terrible. And I, you figure you probably can't wash it, you know, because it would probably have fallen apart. a lot apart. of kiss costumes well, smell. That, that's the funny bands. thing. You know, they talk about that, you know, like how their, their clothes could climb out. Well, the funny thing is, so I'm I'm back there and this thing is just really, and it's me and, and Tony or AJ, whatever, and we're waiting and here comes Richie Rano and Bruce Kulik. And I'm, you know, I'm a big fan and I'm in this giant banana costume. So they're like, oh yeah, uh, nice to meet you. And it was, it was really funny, you know, like the, uh, you know, you're, you're standing there, uh, you know, and then so anyway, the funny thing, you know, I go out on stage and, uh, you know, they introduce, uh, you know, here's CC Banana. I go out in this banana costume and I'm going to throw my arms up in the air, kind of doing this kind of triumphant look. And it's, I do have some funny, I, you know, Bones and his brother got some video of it. When they were still doing Kiss Cast, they have, which was a podcast. So it was around, this was 2008. They were doing a video called the Kiss Cast. Right. And uh, I know there, so there is video of that somewhere, but it's kind of a funny, uh, you know, kind of a funny story with that. So yeah. So anyway, that's, I remember uh, Maul Stanley wanted. To, I don't think I don't think it ever happened, but I guess I considered it for five minutes. He wanted to, he wanted to join us on stage. I remember he just like, I right, come on, man, I want to jam on something, and I'm yeah, like, I just know, didn't know what to make of he it. He was a good guy. Unfortunately, I mean, obviously that story had kind of a sad ending. Yeah, and he's gone. But the uh, you know, it's a funny story anyway of uh, wearing the banana costume and. Uh, you know, uh, anybody that was at that expo, and we met a lot of people at that expo, it was, uh, it was a good time. And, uh, you know, we really had a good time with that. But it kind of leads us into one of the, one, when we're going to talk to Richie Rano from Stars. Now, you're saying to yourself, but Matt, you're in the Kiss room. Why would you be playing something other than Kiss? But I think what you're really going to think about is there's a lot of connections here between Stars and Kiss, which you're going to find out when we talk to them. 
Plus the fact musically, look, if you're a Kiss fan, you're going to be a Stars fan. They're great stuff. It's really good stuff. So there's people out there that, you know, if they're not familiar with, I'm doing you a public service because I'm going to turn you on to your new favorite music. And we're going to talk with Richie Rano. Plus he's playing a show in this area coming up in June. And uh, obviously it's June 7th is going to be. Now he's back to really being a full-time musician, playing a lot of gigs. And we're going to talk about that with him. So, uh, Really, the good thing is that what I, what I kind of want to get you is if you're looking for something different, or maybe you're looking for something new, or maybe you're looking for something other than Kiss, maybe... You're looking for someone, but it's not Kiss. Yeah!
You're in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. It's 3.30. we got people tuned in from all over the planet. Thanks for joining us here. Uh, we were hoping one of the people who was going to join us was Richie Rano from Stars. If you're just tuning in, you're thinking, why is he not playing Kiss? Well, you know, I had this uh, this idea of uh, talking to Richie. Obviously, there's a lot of Kiss connections. Hopefully, we'll get him to connect with us sometime in the show. Um, one of the other things that I wanted to talk about during the show today, a year ago, I started this show on it was basically right around the same time because there is a connection between Montgomery County Community College in Kistry. Now, if you go to kiss the kissroom.com and you look at my page, there's a uh, there's a page there called MCCC, and it has obviously that's our broadcast home. We're here in the uh, studios of the Advanced Technology Center. But little did you know that there's a connection with KISS. Now, if you're a regular listener, if you were listening to me last year on May episode, guess what? You're probably somebody that was in my phone or, you know, maybe you were on my, because that was really the first time I tried it. I've been doing this for a bunch of years where usually around that May 11th date, I would just play some, uh, some KISS and say, hey, look, you know, KISS was supposed to be here. Well, let me tell you that story because uh, it's, it's a great part of history 
that never happened. Okay, so here's the bottom line: is years ago I found this ad. It was I think it was in Rolling Stone on like microfilm or microfiche. If you remember that now, now if you're older than than I don't know, if you're younger than me, you're going what the hell's microfiche. But uh, we're sitting in the library. I think my wife was going to school at the time, and of course I was screwing around looking through you know Rolling Stone or whatever on this. So the ad was it was back. This is the first album really. And Kiss is setting the country on fire, you know, uh, or, or putting it, they're sending it up in smoke. And if you see on the ad, uh, and, and there's a bunch of dates, and one of them is, uh, you know, it's Reading and Mansfield and Upper Darby. And if you know this area, you know those, all those things. And one of the dates is Bluebell, PA. May 11th, Montgomery County Community College. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, look, I, I work there. I know where that is. You know, the gym, in fact, if you know, if you really know, now this is for original fans. If you knew the original version of the PE building where Kiss would have played, we used to be on the second floor. Now we're here in this cool new advanced technology center. You know, and oh, I see a live human being over there. But the, uh, you know, the nice thing with, so we moved up to this, this building and we're thrilled. Well, anyway... They were touring with Argent at the time. And, uh, you know, Argent obviously, you know, I guess was, you know, had some bigger hits. You'll know, uh, you know, basically there's, you know, God Gave Rock and Roll to You was an Argent song. And, uh, you know, so Kiss was the opener. Here's this young band going across the country promoting their album opening for Argent and it's Kiss. Isn't the story with the Argent tour about somebody from Argent locked I think somebody from Kiss's crew locked uh, the 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 manager of Argent in a road case because they wanted to pull a plug on Kiss. You know, if we could get some of those original road crew members, I know Mick. Maybe you would know Mick. Mick would know. There, yeah, you could tell us that story. Well, anyway, the uh, what what I found out, and obviously I always thought it was cool the idea that maybe Kiss had actually been here on the grounds where we broadcast from now. But here's here's the thing, ready. So in there's a book. It's called uh, it's called Kiss Alive Forever. And obviously, if you're a hardcore fan, this is a really cool book because uh, it actually documents basically every Kiss gig, where it was, what the attendance, who the opening act was, and little funny notes. And it actually says uh, the show was canceled by April 26th. The Montgomery Gazette reported that the school did not have adequate funds or time to meet the necessary production requirements one of which was a forklift. Now, then my friend Jerry Ronetsky, who's the librarian here, he actually found the clip. And if you look on the kissroom.com slash Monco or MCCC page, it says Argent concert plan dropped. Okay. The rock group Argent will not be playing at Monco May 11th as had been planned due to a few hassles, money and time. Okay. Isn't that always a hassle, money and time? Um, According to Dave Bazell, concert coordinator, the contract with Argent couldn't be signed until the student center board had enough money for the concert. Then there wasn't enough time to provide the technical staging production requirements for the concert items such as a grand piano which had to be perfectly tuned and a forklift truck, which were to be provided caused some problems with the concert plan. So our May show, you know, if you, if you, uh, you're here on Monco, that might mean something. If not, Hey, it's just a kiss show that didn't happen. Since we're talking about kiss opening for Argent, why don't we check out the original version of God gave rock and roll to you here in the kiss room on Monco radio where music and minds meet. Thank you. 
You know that uh, Daniel Diaz, he just posted, uh, sometimes the uh, cover version is better than the original. I think that might be one of those cases. Everybody, if you're a Kiss fan, obviously you know the Kiss version. Uh, you heard some of those different uh, lyrics. You know, I, I got a message after the last show, Nickelback Rick, or my friend Rick, if you know him as Nickelback Rick, Rick from their podcast. He said, uh, I like the deep cuts, things like that. That cut right there, that's probably left best somewhere deep in a hole. Very <laughs> deep, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and we're missing Paul's uh, ending, you know. I know well, life sometimes can be tough. We actually, we faded that out early because uh, I didn't bring enough coffee. That wasn't on. Uh, so is that, they don't say something like that on the original. There's, it's, Paul you know, made that up, didn't Paul he? made a lot of that stuff yeah. up. I mean, and obviously, if you want that, you can find it on iTunes. I found it on an RG Greatest Hits. Uh, you know, there, there's some great songs. But if you could imagine that uh, you had seen uh, this band called Kiss opening for Argent, I think, uh, yeah. That slower version of God gave rock and roll to you might not have uh, you know been so exciting, but uh, so yeah, so that's good. Now the funny thing, one of the things I know a lot of you are listening because you're waiting for us to announce who won the print ozone. But I'm not gonna. I'm see. I'm gonna roll that into the next break because I know a lot of you know. I gotta say one of the funniest things. Now what we did, 
I, I we have gotten more response to this contest than any other one that we have. Uh, I you know we put it out a month ago. You had to know the secret word, which of course was space bear. I got a ton of entries. Michelle Fusco, the ace artist, she is fantastic. You know her work. I put the picture of it up there. Somebody's going to win that print. What we did, ready? I printed out all of your names. Not very green of me. I guess if you're thinking about going green, a way to do it is probably not um, by... uh, by uh, printing them out. But what we're going to do after our four o'clock, sometime in the four o'clock hour, we're going to pull it out of this box. Ready? Listen. Wow. That's a lot of names well, in your, there. Your name could be in there. Okay. Now look, and uh, Tim Combs, he put, I will take down pictures of my kids if I win this. So, you know, you, who knows? You might win. Uh, that, I, I'd like to see you taking your uh, kids' pictures out of putting up a kid's That's picture. dedication. That's dedication. So yeah, coming up after four o'clock, we're, we're going to pull out of the, uh, out of the hat. Everybody has a, a equal chance. Uh, everybody's just printed on those, uh, those little three by fives and uh, in the big bowl here. So, uh, so we got that going on, and obviously uh, we're talking a lot about things like that. We're going to talk in our 4 o'clock hour also about the Indianapolis Expo. I know a lot of you are on your way there now. Um, maybe you're, uh, you're ready to uh, you know, get yourself psyched up for that. We're going to talk about that. They have a fantastic guest list. Uh, but why don't we go to a little bit more KISS here in the KISS room on Monco Radio where music and minds meet.
Yeah, that's right. I know you love me. We're back in the kiss room. Tell you, tell you. You know, one thing, you know, we talk about this a lot. And, you know, if you look outside, there's all kind of bad news in the world. But we got good news for you. You know, one one thing you're thinking to yourself, well, where's Mike Natalini today? He's usually with us. Um, I want to announce congratulations. Uh, his daughter had a baby this morning. He's Yay. in Delaware. So we'll give him, you know, that's the God gave rock and roll. Congratulations. You and your baby just in time for Mother's Day. So congratulations. Um, also, one of the questions I keep getting, where's Frank? And uh, Frank, you know, is dealing with some stuff, and we're hoping to get Frank back here in the kiss room with us, uh, and he'll tell his story when uh, the next time we see him. So, uh, Frank, you know, if you're out there, we're thinking of you, pal, and uh, we hope everything's all right with you. So, uh, you know, but so some good news, and, uh, you know, keeping us going here on a Friday in the kiss room, we're looking at 4 o'clock. Uh, one thing we were, told, we were just talking about while we were listening to uh, some kiss was, I think it's tomorrow, the the bull riding? It's the uh, the... PBR, which I always think of Pat Blue Ribbon, ribbon. (laughs) but it's the professional bull riding, uh, whatever. Uh, professional bull riding, uh, <laughs> whatever you know, they are. Professional league, bull yeah. riding. That's a, I think that's what it is. Professional bull riding. The uh, the league that uh, that puts on the bull riding, the rodeos. Uh, Kiss is going to be uh, tied in with them somehow, and I think they're either they're going to be represented, or if not there at the. Uh, at this rodeo, at the bull riding competitions that's supposed to be on uh, CBS, I think, tomorrow and Sunday. And um, I know I, I happened to watch first. I was flipping through the channels about a month ago. I remember watching a bull riding competition and and uh, hear the guys on the bull. And all of a sudden I hear freak playing. And uh, so, you know, I thought that was weird. And then here there's some kind of a kiss connection now with uh, the PBR. And I think they're going to. Uh, oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. Matt, they're going to have a kiss cam. That's what it is. Uh, and, and and just, uh, that's it. And like bull riding, you know, you're supposed to be on the bull for eight <laughs> seconds. So what they're doing is they're going to have a kiss cam at these rodeos. And like, if, if they put the camera on a couple, the couple has to kiss for a full eight seconds. That's the, that's the thing. Well, because nothing says a romantic kiss more than bull riding. You yeah. know, it's like, a, you know, it's funny because they, they it's no bull. Obviously, you know, if everybody's watching on kiss online or whatever, they, uh, they open up a new rock and brew. That makes up what is maybe this the third one or whatever. So now you got bull riding and they're selling hamburgers. So there seems to be a correlation, you know, I don't know, between beef. Who knows? So it's uh, if you can get the tongue sandwich, I don't know. <laughs> you never know. I mean, obviously, that's the kind of thing, uh, you know, they're always diversifying. So, uh, you know, what do you think of that? But the uh, the other thing, while we're, we're headed up to our four o'clock break, and, and I wanted to send a couple uh, couple shout outs. If you go on the links page of uh, thekissroom.com, you're going to notice on the links page, it looks like a little jukebox. And the nice thing is I try and link you up to a lot of the different either podcasts or maybe uh, radio shows, things like that. And there's a, there's a new one that's every Tuesday from 6 to 8. It's called it's on loud live and loud radio. So it's think of that live and loud radio.com. And they do what's called the kiss retrospective. And, and really I'm going to send a shout out Patty rush and it's hosted by Rob Russo. Patty is the one who runs their Facebook page. They got a lot of people over there doing their thing. Uh, you know, it's, it's fun. I tune in, they play mostly music. We do kind of a mix of talk. They do pretty much all music, all your requests. Uh, Eric Kelly posted me earlier, said, play, rip it out. I don't think I even brought it today. I don't have every song with me today. Um, but, 
but their show is fun. It's something where, again, it's this whole community. Kiss fans are so creative, and I think, uh, you know, we're able to share this kind of community of Kiss. And so if you get a chance to listen to them, like I said, it's uh, Tuesdays, 6 to 8. Um, they call it New York time, Eastern Standard Time, same as what we are here. Um, so you can tune into the Kiss Retrospective. And also, uh, obviously, all the different podcasts are up there. Strange Ways just did a new Double, uh, they call it two-parter. It's really about an, a two-hour set. They did a roundtable discussion of Destroyer, and it's great fun. Those guys really celebrate it. They have a lot of fun with it. To me, you listen to it, it's it's really kind of reminds you of all the things that you really like about it. Uh, they have a good time with it, so you want to check that out. Obviously, all the podcasts are listed. If if you're doing a podcast, and I don't know about you, maybe that's why I didn't link you up. Um, you know. Send me a message. I try and, you know, it's a community. It's, you know, like I say, look, it's uh, it's not a competition. It's a celebration. You know what I mean? We're all in this because we're big Kiss fans. Like, you know, yeah, ready, God, gave rock. All the arms are swaying. See, Dave Tad's at the board. He's, you know, kumbaya on over here. But, the, but it really is. I think that's one of the nice things is that with this kind of technology, we're able to connect with anybody. Like I said earlier, the fact was he used to have to be in my phone or in my email list to even know I was doing a show here on Monco Radio where Music and Minds meet. And now we're worldwide. we got people listening all over the place. So there's all kind of good things. You can find so much on that links page. You can have Kiss Radio just about every day between the podcast and you know really isn't that the way it is it's you know it's a kiss world we just live in absolutely <laughs> so if you get a chance check out that links page obviously it's something like uh you know there's a bunch of them on there you can check them all out they're all cool everybody does a good job like i said if you're doing a podcast and you go oh well how come you didn't put me on there maybe i never heard your podcast i mean you know hey i try and keep all on top of all this but you know there's only so many hours in the day and uh, so check those out. We're talking about that. Um, like I said, we were hoping to get Richie Rano from Stars. Uh, he was going to come on with us, but we haven't heard from him yet. But then again, why don't we take another listen? We'll play a little Stars into our 4 o'clock break here on the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet.
That's right, Kiss Army. We're back. It's into our 4 o'clock hour. And the funny thing is, I'm now at the controls because Dave Tat had to split. So uh, if, you, if all of a sudden it gets really funky sound, and you're going to know why, because, you know, I might sneak in behind the board here, and I might go onto our effect and go, I am the Lord of the Wasteland. <laughs> So we got a bunch of people tuned in. Uh, we want to find out. We don't know the answer to it. We wonder if the uh, the uh, bulls from the bull riding, if they're kosher. Craig, uh, want to know that. Um, you know, <laughs> if they're kosher. The, uh, now, Chris, I know. Uh, now, I said earlier we weren't going to play a lot of requests today. But I know you, you had a request from somebody that wanted to hear a little bit of Unholy. Yeah, this one goes out to Candy Rosenboom up in Canada. She wants to hear something from Revenge. And like Matt said, this one's called Unholy! Here in the Kiss Room, Omanco Radio, where music and minds meet. Of a thousand year old race 
That's right. You're in the Kiss Room. And on the line right now, we've been talking about him playing some stars. Richie Rano from Stars in the Kiss Room with us. Richie, Richie how are you? Pretty good, Matt. How you doing? Fantastic. Thanks for being on with us. And it's funny because, you know, obviously we're on here. Uh, it's called the Kiss Room, so we play primarily Kiss. But I, I said earlier, look, if, if anybody's out there that's not already a Stars fan, we're doing a public service by turning them on to some cool music. Now you public guys, service, I like that. That's a great, that's a great concept. That could be your new album, Public Service Announcement. <laughs> I think it will be. <laughs> now, for anybody who doesn't know, I mean, obviously you were peers of Kiss in that New York City scene at the time. Kind of take us uh-huh. back to the start of Stars, and and what, what was it like back then? Oh, the start of Stars. I can't remember that long ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> Next question. Uh, oh no, I'm kidding. Um, you know, it was it was a much better time than we're in now. I hate to say that, and not because we're older, but because the time was actually better. It was better for rock groups. It was better for music. You know, we we had a great time. We used to play with Kiss all the time. Like I mean, literally jam with them. Doobie used to go to do a rehearsal with us, and then they'd wait for him. Gene and Paul would hang out, and then he'd go do a rehearsal with them. They preferred writing songs with Doobie playing drums. Uh, and they would actually record them. I, I don't know. I don't think I ever heard them, but I think they used one of them. Uh, I think, um, what was it? Uh, oh, God. Rock and Roll Over on that album. I think there's a song that Doobie's actually playing the drums, but he doesn't really get credit. Well, I guess at the time, a lot of that, they, they didn't credit kind of much of anybody other than the original four. And that was kind of the, the mystery, if you will. But uh, so, yeah. so really, you guys connected, obviously, with Bill Coin and Sean Delaney. And what was the relationship like? And what what year are we talking like? If we're talking rock and roll over, obviously, we're talking 76. You know, what, when, when did you well, first run into that group? About 75. In 75, we signed with Coin Management which was called Rocksteady Management at the time, and KISS wasn't really big yet. They had three albums that did kind of mediocre, and uh, uh, O'Coin decided to pick up a second band anyway, even though they hadn't gone over the top. And then um, Alive came out, and that was a whole different world. It came out in the winter, I guess, right? Uh, do you know what the date on that was? October 75. Hey, Richie, it's Chris. How you doing? Uh, Chris from Kisteria. I, I can't hear you, except like you sound like you're really far away. Oh, really? It's Chris uh, Giordano. How are you? I, honestly, I'm gonna, I heard this echo of a voice saying, it's Chris. I'm going to say, great, thanks. How are you? All right. It's been a while since I've seen you. How you doing? Good, good. Um, it came out in October. I think it was like the October, winter. October seventy five. Yeah, I October. believe. I think it was later than that because we signed in September, and it was a while before they really went over the top. That album came out and went through the roof right when it came out. I think it was like, honestly, I, I, it was delayed. Like it was supposed to come out in October, and it came out in December. Hmm. Yeah, it's, I think it was the winner. I mean, that's you know, and, and yeah. I have to look yeah. it up on. The, there's so many actual dates that they show. Like, uh, you know, if you go to iTunes, it shows it came out in 1997. It's uh, there you go. <laughs> well, that's the sixth time that it came out. Yeah, how many but, times uh, can we buy it? But you know, Coin just had a tiny little office, and we were real tight with Bill and uh, and Sean Delaney, and uh, uh, Sean came to literally every rehearsal we did for the first, uh, I'd say, eight months. And he was dedicated to, to the band, and what he would do is he would just sit there and give us feedback and say, that sucks. And we'd say, all right, we'll make it better. And that's how you had to deal with, with you know, you had to take a lot of uh, 
criticism, and you had to have thick skin, and I always tell musicians, if I can't tell you that this sucks and you can't take it, then I'm not working with you. <laughs> and that's how, that's how I do things, you know, and because I learned from Sean. Sean was exactly right. you gotta, you got to be able to accept the fact that something you're doing isn't, isn't good, is, is not right, you know, and that's what he was great at. And then he would get us doing some moves and stuff and, you know, and uh, on stage moves, and it was great. You know, we, had a, we learned a lot, did a lot, and, uh, and Kiss was a great band in their day. Uh, you know, I, I guess they still are if you want to bend the word greatness a little bit, the definition of greatness. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, they were tremendous in the 70s, and they really were groundbreaking, you know. Well, you know, on, if you go to the KissRoom.com, anybody that's listening, there's a photo. It's Kiss in their full de- destroyer gear, and it looks like your whole group of stars with them now. So you toured with Kiss? or uh... You know, we didn't tour with Kiss, and we should have. We wanted to, and they wanted us to, but management felt like they didn't want a, a, something to arise that would go wrong, which I don't know why it would have. We got along so great. So we only did a handful of dates with them. And that what we would do is they would trade off. They would give a Libra Krebs band a Kiss tour, and then we would get an Aerosmith tour and a Nugent tour. Because, see, that's, I always wondered. I have that. There's a book on the complete touring history of Kiss, and it, and it always lists who the opening bands are. And I knew that photo from, you know, seeing it way back, and I would lo- always look and try and find out, was there a tour? So there really wasn't a full tour with Kiss. No, there really wasn't. Can you hold on a second? I have to order some food. Hold sure, on. absolutely. How about if we go All to right. another song while we're uh, <laughs> waiting for Richie to order a cheeseburger? <laughs> All right, you got it. All right. Uh, yeah, I'd like to get a uh, chicken... Richie's in the drive-thru right now. I just hate what the girl says. Wait, wait. Baby, don't leave me safe Cause you're so- 
We're back in the Kiss Room. We got Detroit Girls. We got Detroit Rock City. You know, it's always something about Detroit. Now, Richie, in that song, uh, Michael Lee Smith says, sorry, Philadelphia. But he also says that uh, Richie can tell you where every clinic in town is. Can you tell us about that? Oh, that's a great line. My my favorite (laughs) line of all Michael's lyrics. Well, Michael um, was a great lyricist. And I was a big Sweet fan. Um, He was really into Sweet, too. And I said, as we were getting ready to record that album, I said, you know what I think is really cool? When uh, in the beginning of Ballroom Blitz, when the singer says everybody's name of the band, and he goes, "Yeah, I sh- you should do that." But Michael didn't really want lyrical suggestions, so he stuck my name in there in as derogatory a way <laughs> as possible. So I would never suggest a lyric to him again, which I thought was hysterical. So the actual line is: "Now Richie knows every health clinic in every town, and he told me about you, Detroit." <laughs> So I don't know who he's putting down more, the Detroit girls or me. 
<laughs> well, that's, you know, because you're going from town to town and he's going to warn him about you. That's a good one. Now, now, yeah. Michael Lee Smith, obviously now, and uh, my brother would, would say this too, one of the greatest voices of rock. Uh, really, you know, and people that if you've been listening to this show and, and if you're not already a Stars fan, you are now because you're hearing that and the great, great sound. Now, how did you guys meet? Um, well... It's a weird, weird story that we didn't want to tell in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> but what happened was, there was a group called The Looking Glass. They had a song called Brandy, which, which is a great song, but kind of bubblegumish almost. I don't know. I guess that's not the right word, because it was kind of a soul song. Brandy, kind of a- you're a fine girl. <laughs> that one? Yeah. yeah. In fact, you sing it better than you read <laughs> Right. Thank you. That's right. if, if Paul Stanley was to do a cover. That's <laughs> yeah. that's so that song went to number one, as you guys probably know. And uh, that group, that four-piece group, started changing people around. They, one of the things they did was they added another guitar player, uh, Brandon Harkin, later of Stars. Then, they, then the singer quit. <laughs> or they fired him, actually. Wow. And they needed a singer, so they auditioned guys, and they found this young guy, Michael Lee Smith, just moved up from Atlanta. We saw the ad in the paper and came down. They said, this guy's great. Let's take him. Now they had this band, a lot different than the original Looking Glass, but they kept playing Brandy around the country and making money. And they morphed into a group called the Fallen Angels. And the Fallen Angels signed a deal with Arista, made an album. It never came out. Only two singles came out. And they got out of the label deal. And they were looking for new management, and they've met Sean Delaney. Sean heard them play and said, "You guys are great. I'm taking you on, but you got to get another guitar player." So they put an ad out for a guitar player in the Village Voice, and it said Rocksteady Management. Now I already knew Kiss, and was pretty good friends with them, and knew all Coin Management because, or Rocksteady Management because I was in a group called Stories, and we had the same producers as Kiss, Kerner, and Wise. So when, when my roadie saw it, because I was out of Stories now, you guys heard of Stories? We had Brother Louie? Sure, yeah. Okay, so I was out of it. My roadie saw the article, saw the ad, and he said, I think this would be perfect for you. It's rock steady management. I said, all right. So I called the number. Sean Delaney answered the phone. He goes, are you the greatest guitar player that ever lived? And I said, <laughs> I'm going to say no. I said, but I'm damn good. Well, don't come down if you're not the greatest. I said, okay, no problem. So he goes, because we already got the greatest. I said, well, then you don't need me. <laughs> the conversation. This is the conversation I'm having with him. He goes, well, you said you're really great. I said, well, I, I don't like the boast. They said, I'm pretty good. But he goes, well, do you want to come down? I said, I guess. You know, I just thought I was breaking the off, you know. <laughs> They're playing so, with you. <laughs> so I said, Fine, I'll come down. So the next day I went down there to audition, and they were looking for a hard rock guitar player, you know, like a lead guitar hard rock player. And they had auditioned 75 guys. And in New York City back then, this is, this is true, there were very few people playing hard rock in New York City. Hmm. Hard rock was big in the Midwest, and I had lived in the Midwest for three years prior and was on tour with a lot of those groups out, out in the Midwest, like Ted Nugent, Bob Seger, um... Ario Speedwagon, Sticks, all these groups. And I, I was really into playing hard rock, like Midwestern style, which is really what, that's really where hard rock starts. Kiss is one of the rare groups that came out of New York that was playing hard rock at that time period. So 
they, they heard me play, and they said, wow, you're in, just like that, like 30 seconds in. Mm. And that's how it all started. <laughs> that's fantastic. I mean, and really, like, again, to kind of be able to get that connection, and like I said, I'll say it again, but Michael Lee Smith, what a fantastic voice and talent, you know, really, and, and when you guys are together, those those Stars albums are fantastic. So anybody that doesn't have them, if they're out there, your website is starscentral.com. Uh, people can yeah. go there. Now, it's funny because if you go on like iTunes and you want to try and get Coliseum Rock, I think it's $50 and you got to buy it used. So, uh, you know, uh, oh, yeah. you, you could raise your prices, but, uh, you know, hey, but I, after. You know what? That's it. I'm, in fact, tell everybody not to call them tomorrow so we can raise the price. <laughs> See, as if I was Gene Simmons from Kiss, I would be convincing you to, you know, hey, look. We have to make an adjustment right now. (laughs) We'll be back to you. We're going to put uh, your blood in every one of them. Yeah, our blood's going to be in everything. It's $100 now. (laughs) There you go. So talk about, I mean, really, like I said, you're a a peer of that whole 70s scene. What were some of the highs and lows of that time? Uh, I don't know if there were any lows, necessarily. (laughs) But, um, you know, we went on tour. We did like a five-month tour with Aerosmith when they were at their original peak, you know, after the comeback, obviously, but uh, playing literally, you know, Anaheim Stadium, the Kingdom in Seattle, uh, it was just a tremendous thing, you know, just to end up, all of a sudden, here we are on tour playing Coliseums every night. There was a, Richie, it's Chris again, can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. In Lydia Chris's book, there is that picture where you guys were all, like, hanging out by the pool, like, what was going on there? That was stories. That's when I was in stories. Okay. Well, I mean, were, were you guys on tour and hanging out somewhere? Or? Stories was on tour. Uh, we were on the West Coast. We were doing American Bandstand and the Whiskey A Go Go for a week. Wow. And uh, the whole thing, we were there for actually two weeks, but a week at the Whiskey. And when we got there, we pulled into the hotel around midnight. And it was one of these, like, two-level hotels, because nothing's too tall in L.A., you know. Right. It's like a two-level hotel, and in the center, it was a swimming pool. We walked in to the area where the swimming pool was, which surrounded, which the room surrounded, and there were the four guys in kiss in leather and makeup in the swimming pool. <laughs> oh, my God. Up to their waist with a tray, and they were all drinking champagne. <laughs> <laughs> and they saw us, and, of course, they knew who we were, and they said, Ian Lloyd and stories. We said, yeah. And I was going nuts. I was, like, singing, you know, all the songs of the first album. That's the only album that was out at that time, and I loved that album. Uh, Richie Wise gave it to me, the, you know, one of the producers. And uh, to this day, I think that's their best album, by the way. Wow, the first one. Yeah, I mean, there's so many uh, songs from that album that stood the test of time, you know? Uh, every song is great, you know? Every song is great. It's just fantastic. So the next day, you know, they came out on the hotel rooms, and, of course, we had no idea who they were now without the makeup. So they introduced themselves, and we got along great. They came down to the whiskey. In fact, they, they came down to the whiskey one night, and the, the whiskey had a really big backstage area, and I had a little lamp in the corner. They all stood around me. I knew how to play every song off that first album, and I was sitting there just playing one song after another with the whole band around me singing kiss songs. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. <laughs> it was great. And then I went to uh, the studio and hung out with them in there um, when they were doing Hotter Than Hell. That's what they were doing in L.A. at the time. We were there playing. They were doing the recording. And uh, I remember Ace saying, Richie, you like this solo? How's this solo? What do you think? <laughs> I said, yeah, I think that was really cool, you know. <laughs> so, it was, you know, we, were, we just got to be instant friends, and it was great. And uh, so it was really cool that it turned around a, a year later, and I was 
in a band with the same management. They only had two bands at that time. You know, now obviously at that time, that's a good point, is the fact that Bill O'Coin had picked you up really before KISS exploded. Did the relationship change, or what happened? All of a sudden, now they have you know this huge success. And what was the relationship like with Bill and Sean at that point? Well, um, Sean stayed with us. He didn't go back to work with KISS. He stayed working with us. But the O'Coin thing, well, what really happened, we, we, with KISS going over the top like that, we gained and we lost. It kind of balanced out. We gained in that there was money coming into management that they could put into us, and they also got really great connections at that point because um, everyone was looking at them saying, what's the next big band, you know? But it, they got, it was so big. It got so big. It wasn't just like, make, like Rush getting big. It was like the Beatles almost, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I hate to use that because there was nothing ever like the Beatles. But on that order, it was just so big that it took up so much of Bill's time that I think ultimately... He overlooked a few things, and uh, you know, just missed a few things here and there. And I, I think ultimately that's what happened to the band. Why we why we weren't as big as all those other bands? That I mean, there's no reason in the world why we shouldn't have been as big or bigger than Sticks or Ario Speedwagon or any of those groups. You know, absolutely. Uh, but some loopholes in like people forgetting to do this or that on a certain week made the big difference. In you know, over time, and then before you knew it, that awful new wave thing hit. And no hard rock bands would make it. So if you didn't make it before that, you were done. And that's exactly what happened. Right. You know, it's it's funny how everything kind of goes in cycles. You know, we saw that as disco kind of started to phase a lot of the rock bands out. And then you saw, you know, all the hair bands disappeared when grunge came. Everything kind of goes in a circle. And, uh, you know, it's and well, it's interesting. I don't think there's a circle anymore. It used to be. But once grunge hit, the circle never completed. It just keeps going in a straight line the wrong way. <laughs> Yeah, now it's just underground. It's, I mean, it's never going to be big like it used to be, but I mean, it's it's not. It, at the same time, I don't think it's going away. It's just like kind of underground. But you know, it's like they're like M three just had the big hair band festival. I mean, the bands are still there, but then again, they're all older bands. You know, it's like you know, yeah. there's kids that are like into all the stuff. You know, there's kids that are in the Kiss and and stars and stuff from the seventies and all. But oh yeah, you know, maybe oh, yeah. maybe when they get old enough to play, I mean, we'll have another resurgence. Well, hey, look, we're turning know, we're turning that. all these people onto stars today by playing. If they're Kiss fans and they never heard of you, you know this is uh, this is the best day of their their week. So it's uh, let's, not, yes, not, let's hope they're uh, wealthy Kiss fans because <laughs> the, uh, they're going up to fifty dollars a CD tomorrow. Right. So that's StarsCentral.com. Now you have a bunch <laughs> of dates coming up, and one of the things that was really exciting to me is that on Friday, June seventh, you're coming to the Sellersville Theater. Which the reason why you know, if, so I got people listening in uh, Madrid, Spain, right now. They're saying, okay, where the hell is Sellersville? theater but for me that's close by so i'm going to be at that show and i'm thrilled because the last time i saw you we were talking earlier that 2008 expo that stars played and to, oh. to be able to see you guys play and i got to be right in the front row which i was thrilled and i i told the st- story earlier i don't think you probably remember even meeting me when i was in that big banana costume uh but that was the same <laughs> year <laughs> and, the, and it was and it's funny i gotta find that picture but the funny thing was uh to me, one of the coolest things, and it remains one of the coolest things, during uh, Tear It Down, Michael Lee Smith held the microphone out into the crowd and let me sing Tear It Down on the one chorus. Oh, you know, that was you. A highlight for me, man. <laughs> you know, so it's, I'm thrilled that you guys are playing. I know you're playing a lot. You're back really playing music all the time. What kind of gigs yeah. do you have coming up? Oh, just crap gigs, but they're fun. 
Well, that's that's important. All the fun stuff. The uh, now stars. Obviously, at this point, you have people. Not everybody's living around here. You have to get these get everybody together for these gigs. And uh, well, actually, four of us are right here in New Jersey, northern northeastern New Jersey. And then uh, Michael's the only one in L.A. So we have to fly Michael out. We're just doing a, a weekend in June. Uh, Friday and Saturday. That's the time. when I say crap gigs. I don't mean the stars gigs. Stars gigs are like those are two really fantastic places, and those will be great gigs. When I say crap gigs, I, I, I say locally with uh, I got about three or four different bands that I have together that I play with. Uh, all do something a little different and uh, just little places. Honestly, I enjoy it. It's great. I'm out four or five nights a week playing, and nothing could be better. Well, you know, we really appreciate you calling in. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, if my brother's tuned in uh, at that same expo, he helped uh, helped you carry your amp down the hall, and he was pretty thrilled, and he always talks about that. As he said, <laughs> if one day I could have thought to myself that I would have been lucky enough to carry, you know, Richie's amp down the hall. And, uh, uh, yeah. We're big fans, so I'm, I'm really thrilled that, obviously, you'd call in. And, the, uh, you know, and, and if anybody, it's, if you're, like I said, if you're not already a Stars fan, today's a good day to start. So uh, we're going to see you in June in Sellersville. Any last-minute thing you want to say to your fans? Um, not really. Just thanks for coming. Thanks for staying. You know, let's put it this way. Any fan who comes to see us today has been a fan probably for over 30 years. And that, all I can say is thank you. And thank you to you guys. Yeah, sure. Well, that's hopefully you turned, you, on a, turned on a bunch of new people to some stars. We'll listen to another track from stars. Richie, we see you in June. Everybody go to Stars Central. Get your Stars CDs. You're in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. Let's see, I got to reach over and hit the button. Uh. Thanks, Richie. Thank you, Richie. Oh. Hey, thanks, guys. Really a pleasure. We really appreciate it.
That's right, Kiss Army. We've been listening to some stars here in the Kiss Room today. It was a real treat to talk to Richie Rano, even though we interrupted him from getting something to eat. Um, Paul, Alex Paul Walker, my friend, he wants to know, did you want fries with that? <laughs> but we really appreciate that. Like I said, check out Star Central. Now, joining us on the line, this is also a big weekend. We have the Indianapolis Kiss Expo. And joining us is Andrew Scambati from Mr. Speed. Andrew, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you guys. Can you hear me? We got Andrew. you live and broadcasting hey. live here on Monaco Radio. So, okay, are you out there now? I'm not out there now. I'm actually on my way out there now. Um, like you mentioned, it's a huge weekend. It's the 15th annual um, Indianapolis Kiss Convention. And uh, the great thing about this is Gene Simmons is going to be there for a pre-expo Q&A and meet and greet. And then um, also on Saturday, we have Bruce and Bob Hulick that are going to be there. And Sunday, we'll have Eric Singer and Kevin Valentine. You know, it's it's funny because now Gene doesn't do many expos at all. Is that going to be on site or is is it going to be like in a location near the expo? It's going to be actually in the same hotel as the expo. I don't know if it's the same room or right. anything like that, um, but I know it's going to be actually on site at the same uh, Marriott where the Kiss Convention is being held. Nice. That's fantastic. I mean, really, other than I remember when they did their own KISS conventions, you know, obviously he was at that, and at the time they came and took all their stuff back, he was at that convention. But he doesn't do a lot of conventions, so that's got to be a real thrill. I think everybody that's headed out there now for uh, this weekend, it's going to be a blast. I mean, like you said, you went through some of the, the people that would be there. Um, you know, also Louis Antonelli, who did the uh, one live KISS with Paul. He's going to be a guest. I, and, and I believe Bill Starkey himself, the founder of the Bill KISS Stark. Army, that he will be and there as well. And also, I just heard that uh, Ken Kelly, the guy who painted Destroyer and Love Gun, he's also going to be on hand um, on Saturday only. And I also forgot to mention that little band, uh, Mr. Speed, is going to be performing live there on Sunday. Um, at about 5 o'clock. So fans, if you're headed out there now, obviously you might be cranking up the Kiss Room. You're getting ready. Uh, what can we expect from Mr. Speed to bring it to the Indie Expo? What's great about playing KISS conventions is that we get to breach deep into the KISS vaults and play not only the fans' favorite songs, but our favorite songs. So we're not going to be playing Rock and Roll All Night or Bass or Lick It Up or anything like that. We're going to be playing you know, songs that you wish KISS would do and songs that you know maybe you saw KISS do on the convention tour or maybe you saw KISS do at a very special show. But you're not going to want to miss this set. It's very, very special. We've been practicing for months and months leading up to this. All right, can you can you let us in on a secret? What's one song you're going to play you don't, that people one, wouldn't expect? All right, one song we're going to be doing a couple songs off the album Monster. One of the songs we're going to be doing is uh, Out of This World, which is Tommy Thayer's track. We're doing that. And I'll, I'll let one more out of the bag. Um, this is going to be a, a real favorite of ours. We're going to be doing uh, A World Without Heroes from The Elder. Wow, fantastic. Cool. See, now that's that's really cool because you figure those are the ones everybody screams out, play this, play that, and you're actually going to play them. So. <laughs> yeah. And it's even funny because sometimes when people do that at our normal shows, someone will be screaming and screaming and screaming for a song, and we'll do it, but my absolute favorite is when people scream out songs that you already did. Like, for example, at our last show, we opened with Detroit, and then about, I don't know, halfway through the set. Oh, yeah, I love that. He's like, Detroit Rock City. We're like, we already played it. Pay attention! So, <laughs> this is for everybody who just got here. every show. Yeah. It happens every show. <laughs> I, I can't believe it's like, I mean, I know the guys are checking out our set list, you know, um, on the stage, so they can see that, you know, we've already played Detroit, but they don't care. He's screaming out. And we're not playing it again, but it happens every show, and it never ceases to amaze me. Right. (laughs) 
Well, that's, I think it's exciting. I mean, obviously, Kiss Expos have changed so much over the years. Obviously, with the internet, there's very little that's rare anymore. You know, you used to go, and when we were talking about going to those early ones, you know, in New York and things like that, and you could find things that you just couldn't find anywhere. Now, you know, you can kind of plunk it down. But the nice thing is, you're meeting these people that you know from online and everybody gets to meet up face to face and it becomes more of that kind of an event, I think. And obviously you have something like that where you're going to be playing to a room that's going to know every note of every song and absolutely love the fact that you guys are going to do some obscure stuff or obscure to maybe outside people, not obscure to right. us. No, I, 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 <laughs> the expos are the best. I mean, I, just like we were mentioned about Richie Rano, uh, when uh, when we played the New York expos, I mean, that's just like you could just do whatever you want and everybody knows, you know, what's going on. You could do any rap you want and everybody's just like is hungry for it. They love it. I mean, I have fond memories of, you know, the old New York Kiss expos at uh, the Rothman Center and even at yeah. the Meadowlands Hilton. I mean, I, I grew up there and you know, it was it was always a huge thrill to go there, and actually, I was actually at the last you know Richie Rano near Kiss Expo where Kisteria played. Right. And see, what I loved about about Richie's Expo is that it wasn't just Kiss. There were like other similar hard rock things there. Like I remember D. Snyder was at a couple of conventions. Um, you had. Uh, I think there was a Richie Queen Charlotte. tribute there that year. There was a phenomenal yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Queen tribute. You know, Almost Queen. Yeah. The one that I always think of too was Jaded. Remember Jaded? They were from Boston, oh, yeah, all there. girls. And I'll tell you, um, Brit Lightning. Okay. Now, if you're listening to the Kiss Room and you're not familiar, type into Google Jaded and you got it. They're from Boston. And this gal, she smoked. I mean, she really, first of all, she's very attractive. So, you know, you say to yourself, look at this nice looking gal. But just an unbelievable guitar player. And they were really good. And that was a band that you know we we all kind of discovered at that one Kiss Expo and and, and that was the yep. fun thing you know getting turned on to it you know whereas before I think the expos in the in like the really like late 80s, 80s early 90s it was okay it was Christmas day and I'm going to find that one you know single that I don't have or a poster it really kind of became more which bands are showing up who's coming that I know you know uh, things like that I remember the last convention at the Rothman Center it was um the Saturday was the, the, the famed Ace Frehley birthday bash. And then on Sunday, it was you know, the last Kiss Expo there. And I just remember the energy in that room because Ace had been there the day before. And then the day after, you had all these Kiss dealers there. And you know, I'm sure both you and Chris have been to the Rothman Center. You remember? Sure. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Like. I, I, I think I only missed, uh, when I started going, it was like 1993. And I think I only missed one year up until the end of the expos. And I used to go every year. And, and and before I even wanted to be in a tribute band, and I would go and I would go watch these tribute bands and say, I mean, I would love to play one of these things. And then, you know, sure enough, it happened. And it was just like awesome. I, I was like my favorite part of the year. Yeah, me too. I I mean, I wasn't, I was too young to be in a tribute band at the time when the, the old Rothman Center expos were going on. I mean, I was like 10 or 11 going to the Rothman Center with these KISS conventions. And I, I, I could barely, you know, sit behind a drum set, let alone play. Right. But I looked up to those bands, you know, New York Dress to Kill and Power Sight yeah. and uh, Double Platinum and all those bands. And I said, one day, I'm going to do that. And I did. So just just like you. Yeah, just exactly. Like you, you know, we, we looked at it and then we did it. So. You know, now, we, we're going to give away this Ace poster. It's an, actually an Ace, very cool artwork piece. We're going to do it after a song. But the one thing I want to say before we go to the break is now you've both been in tribute bands. You're in Mr. Speed. 
What do you think of this new contest on the cruise to find another? Are you ready for another contest? Don't, don't get me started. On oh. this See, just first just all, just when you think it's safe, all of a sudden another contest another contest yeah, first, comes up. Well, first of all, I, they word it very very you know they, they word it very carefully. It's not the best; it's the hottest because Mr. Speed was already picked the best in 2012. Yeah, but and, the, and also, then yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. It's only open to U.S. and Canada. Exactly, I mean, but then, they're... but then, in the advertisement, it says worlds. It, it's like yeah. it says yeah. worlds, but then if you read the fine print, it's only open to U.S. and Canada. And basically, only people on the cruise can vote after you know Kiss's management, whomever you know, picks the top three. Yeah. So I was extremely insulted as a Kiss fan, and I'm and I said to myself, I'm like, you're not going to take this title away from me now. Work too hard to get it, so. I, I almost feel bad for any band that's going to enter because you're going to have to come up against me, and I'm not letting this title go. So I'm going to fight tooth and nail. It's actually, I think they worded it as, you guys are still the world's greatest tribute band on land. Now they're looking for on sea. <laughs> now we're going to the sea. And then it'll be for the air and the outer space. You have to do Torpedo Girl. And, you know, we were joking about this at rehearsal last night. And uh, the guys were like, "Yeah, you know, the forty-five the forty-five minutes we're going to get to play will probably be when like Gene is doing his pick throwing contest on the other end of the boat. So right. No one's going to watch the band. Everyone's going to be watching Gene. Uh. So, but but we entered it, and we we look forward to hopefully. I I don't want to sound like an egomaniac. I want to win, but I definitely want to make sure I put my best foot forward and, and put up a really really good battle. So we entered, and, and hopefully." You know, it's hope for the best, and uh, you know, maybe be the best kiss tribute band on water instead of just land. Well, you know, <laughs> and it is the the world's greatest kiss uh, t- kiss tribute band, and obviously, you're all over the place. And we got a message here. Uh, Denise Scambati Dworkin says your NJ family loves hearing you on here, Andrew, and loving the kiss room. So uh, you have some family tuned into you right now here in the kiss room. That's cool. That's very cool. So have a great time. We want to get maybe a report from you after the, the expo. We want to hear about Absolutely. what's going on with Mr. Speed. Bruce and Bob Kulik are both going to be at the expo, so we're going to go with a track from Bruce Kulik in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio.
room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. We're almost out of time. Boy, this was a fun time. Uh, I want to send a shout out to my wife, Amy, if you're listening. I'll see you. Um, happy Mother's Day to everybody who's listening if you're a mom. Um, Chris, we got a couple more uh, hey. minutes here. Tell uh, us about your gig coming up. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm playing uh, the end of the month. I'm playing May 31st up in Clifton Park, New York, with a band called Kistery. And the place is called Trick Shots. It's May 31st, Clifton Park, New York. Trick shots with Kistery. It's going to be a rock and roll party, people. You know you got to be there. And I want to say hello to, uh, uh, I got a special say hello to uh, Brianna out in Iowa. Happy Mother's Day. Talk to you soon. All right. Now, this is the part of the show everybody's been waiting for. I know. Like, we gave you tons of cool music. We gave you Richie Rano from Stars. We talked from Andrew Skimbati from Mr. Speed. We had all kind of fun. You're all waiting to see who's going to win this ace artist print. Michelle Fusco was so cool to give this. So here's where we ready. We're going to do this. Here's I'm going to shake it up. I'm pulling one out. I'm handing it to Chris. All right. Let's Chris, see who okay. this is. Who is the winner of the ace artist print? Well, I think we have a winner, winner, chicken dinner. And it goes out to Franklin Fuentes from Brooklyn, go. New York. Yeah, New yeah. York. Woo! So New York winning that. So Franklin, as soon as I can get to the post office, that'll be out to you. Congratulations. Uh, that's a really cool prize. I mean, obviously, if you look at our win page on thekissroom.com, you'll see some people have won some stuff. We, we are moving the show in the summer to Thursdays, okay? If you look on there, I'm going to Thursday, June 13th is the next one. Then we got July 11th and August 15th. They're all Thursdays. Hopefully, you come with us. Uh, July, we're thinking of doing Christmas in July and uh, giving a bunch of stuff away. 
way. Back in December, we did it where you had to call in and win. I'll probably do that. I'm looking up at the numbers. I know there's people tuned in all over the planet right now, which is cool. And I'll ship it to you anywhere. You know, whoever calls in and wins, uh, you know, you could be the winner. So, uh, really, I'm glad everybody tuned in with us today. Any last-minute thoughts you got, Chris? I don't know, man. It's a rock and roll party everywhere we go, you know. And uh, it's it's a lot. I'm gonna watch the bull riding. I want to see how I want to see how Kiss uh, can get involved with bull riding. I want to see the Kiss cam and uh, gearing up for the uh, the big Kiss cruise coming up later this year. And uh, lots of dates being announced for the summer. We're starting to get. Things. Oh yeah, did, I know it, did uh, they make a local? We're one still yet? waiting for. If you're in my area here, I heard two you know, possibilities. I heard the Bethlehem and Atlantic City. City. Yeah, you know now Motley Crue is coming to Atlantic City or to uh, Atlantic City and Bethlehem later this month. Yeah. Now, rumor has it. Now, I'm just going to say it's a rumor. Rumor has it August, their kiss is going to be up in Allentown, and uh, that will be pretty amazing. So, uh, you know, we're hoping to hear from that. And obviously, uh, like I said, we're going to be live again on June 13th. Uh, I'm really thrilled that all of you would join us and download us and check us out on the podcast. My good friend Ken Mills, he always puts us on the podcast feed, so we're thrilled with that. We're thrilled no matter where you are that you're tuned in. Like I said, go to the links page, check out all the other cool shows. It's a kiss world, and we just live in it. And obviously, that's one of the things that we think about all the time is like these expos. The nice thing is you get to have all kind of fun like that, and uh, you know you get to meet up with all your friends. Hopefully, if you're in the Indianapolis Kiss Expo right now. You're with all your friends. You're cranking up the Kiss Room no matter where you are. We're in the Kiss Room. And anybody gets to meet Gene Simmons tomorrow, that'd be cool. You know what I mean? I mean, that's really, that's some fun stuff. What do you think, Chris? I was at that Ace Frehley uh, birthday party uh, and, uh, in 2002 when Gene showed up with the birthday cake. <laughs> so that reminded me of that. And uh, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that Gene's going to be uh, right near an expo. You know, what if he like walks in like when everybody else is just hanging around looking at merchandise here comes gene <laughs> watch you know the place is gonna go bonkers <laughs> every every in the old days every vendor was throwing the bootlegs under the table oh yeah those, uh... well i think they took care of all that now, <laughs> now now they gotta sue youtube now you gotta just like shut down youtube because that's where you gotta go for uh, bootlegs now so that's so pretty much uh, everybody who's headed to Indianapolis have a good time. Uh, everybody have a great weekend, no matter where it is, no matter what time it is. We hope you're having a good time. Uh, we're in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
go away I yet. Like it. You thought we were done. We thought we were done. But guess what? We have a couple more things we have to say. Is uh, Ken Mills' birthday is coming up. And the podfather himself, his birthday is coming up. And he says, I want to have Chris scream out a happy birthday. How about give us if if Paul was going to call and wish Ken, the podfather, a happy birthday. Ken Mills, this is Paul Stanley. And I just want to say, happy birthday, Ken Mills. How you doing? Woo! I hope you have a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be awesome. You're awesome. You're beautiful. Take a look at yourself. That is beautiful. And now, I think we're out of time. Bye.
All right, everybody, come back next month. Stay tuned to Monaco Radio. All kind of good things happening here on Monaco Radio. This is a little clashing plaid. Monaco Radio where music and minds meet.